Hello everyone, welcome back to today's episode of Let's Have a Moment. Today we're doing a bonus episode, which I try to do every other week because I just feel like, why not? And these bonus episodes don't typically uh, have a dilemma in them, but I did want to share something with you guys and it kind of ties, it obviously ties into today's episode. So let's talk about it. I had a listener write in and asked if I thought it was a red flag if somebody has been single for three or more years. And I thought, what a really good opportunity to put a poll up on my Instagram. So I did, and I asked you guys, do you think it's a red flag if somebody has been single for three or more years? And 75, or sorry, 85% of you said, no, they know their worth. And only 15% of you said, hmm, kind of. Um, Sidebar, I had five verified Instagram accounts vote on this poll. None of them follow me. I do not know how they saw this poll. And I just wanted to share that because I thought that was really weird. And I was like, where the fuck is my story coming up that like these verified accounts are finding it? But... I like to think that I'm manifest, manifesting success for the show, so there's that. Um, and all five of them um, voted no. So in case you were wondering if verified celebrities agree with you, if you voted no, then you are essentially a celebrity. I don't make the rules, okay? It is what it is. Anyway, um, I want to answer this question because it was asked to me, but I did want to get you guys' opinion on it because I thought it was a really interesting um, question to ask. So, oh, before I say that, oh my God, I'm all over the place. I'm so sorry. I just had an iced coffee and I have like really bad jitters. I don't know what it is, but I have jitters. So I'm a little bit all over the place and I'm so sorry if if you're annoyed, okay? I'll put a timestamp in the description for you to get right into the episode But I will say majority of people that voted hmm kind of are men and majority of people that voted no are women. So I don't know what that means. I just thought I should share that with you. And if you want my theory on it, I do think that men tend to think that women who are single for a long time, so three or more years, I think men tend to believe that they are less desirable or less valued by other men. Um, I don't have any science to back that up, but that is my personal opinion. And there's that. Here's my opinion on the whole stance and the whole um, argument behind the three plus single whatever. I do not think that it's a red flag if somebody has been single for three or more years. I think it's a bigger red flag if somebody has hopped from relationship to relationship. I think it's a bigger red flag if somebody has been in a relationship for six years with four different people. So in a span of six years, they have had four relationships. I think that's a bigger red flag. So to answer the question of whether I personally think if it's a big uh, red flag if somebody's been um, single for three or more years, here's my answer. I don't think that that is a red flag. I I don't think that that specific um, at face value, that scenario at face value is a red flag. I would say it is a bit of a red flag if 
you have been single for three or more years because you're concerned about being hurt again and you are emotionally unavailable because of it, I think that if you navigate your singleness based on fear of reliving the past or experiencing pains of the past, then you're not really um, fully participating in your dating experiences. You have every power in the world to overcome the pain of your past and you have every opportunity in your healing journey to really heal those things so that you can actually find what you are looking for. I don't think that you will find what you're looking for if you constantly shorten every dating experience because you're afraid of being vulnerable and you're afraid of being open. So that is a little bit of a red flag, but aside from being single for three years, look, I think it just, I think it happens, especially if you're not willing to settle, especially if you are not willing to take whatever comes. Like if you are very righteous in what you're looking for, then chances are you will be single for a bit until you find exactly that. So I overall, I don't think it's a red flag. In today's episode, we're going to talk about what I like to call weaponized singleness. It's when somebody takes your singleness and uses it against you and basically says, well, that's why you're single. Like you're single because of this and you're single because of that. Um, And I only have ever in the last year that I've been single, I've only experienced it once. And it really got me thinking why people think that that is an insult of any capacity. Like, I'm single because I want to be. I'm single because I choose to be. I'm single because I'm happy being single, you know? So without further ado, let's just get right into today's episode. So I actually don't know if this is like a coined term or if this is like a real term. Um, I like to think that I made it up, but chances are I absolutely did not. And I call it weaponized singleness. And it's this idea or this... It's the action of taking somebody's singleness and turning it and using it against you or or against them by saying, well, basically, I mean, that's why you're single. Like, look at you. That's why you're single. I honestly don't know why people do this, but I think it stems from this idea that a majority of people feel like the only way that they are valuable is in the presence of somebody else. It's this thing that people believe that they're only desirable and they're only valued if they are loved by somebody else, if they have attention from somebody else. And I just want to say that if you've ever experienced this, know that when people say that, oh, well, that's why you're single, it stems from a place of insecurity and it is 100% projection onto you. So people tend to project their insecurities onto other people and you'll notice that when you argue with them or you find yourself in a disagreement. Whenever somebody insults you, it is just a reflection of them. It's a reflection of their insecurities. So whenever somebody has ever told you, well, you know, that's why you're single, it's probably because it stems from their own idea that they are only as valued or they are only valued if they are loved by somebody else, or if they have options, or if they have like this great dating pool to choose from. But if you are confident in who you are, and you love who you are, and you know why you're single, comments like that will never bother you. 
I'm gonna get a little personal and I'm gonna talk about my single like experience, right? So in October, I made a full year single and I'm 26, I'm turning 27 in January. And the past year that I've been single was the first time I was single for almost eight years because I had a relationship prior to my most recent relationship and my most recent relationship was six years like it was a total of six years and before that I was with somebody for a year so actually seven years so I hadn't been single for seven years and I hopped from my first relationship which was a year long into my six-year relationship I was very like hurt from my first relationship then my six-year relationship started off as like a rebound and then it evolved into what it was so that's like my dating history so for the past year like it's been the first time in my adulthood that I have been completely on my own and in the last year I have dated I dated somebody for about two months it didn't work out I didn't see a relationship with him and that's okay but I am overall like the happiest I've ever been. I am the most independent I've ever been. I am the most peaceful I've ever been. And I am the most confident and comfortable in my skin today than I have ever been in my entire life, ever. Like from childhood to now. So I feel so comfortable right now in my solitude that I genuinely see no urge or pressure I don't feel any pressure to get into a relationship because I know that I am meant to be in this season of solitude so the reason I mention all this is to tell you that if you've ever let comments like that get to you and if for a moment you've looked at yourself and wondered what is wrong with me like why am I not desirable why am I not in a relationship You have to understand that you are in a season of solitude for a reason. You are meant to be on this journey. If you don't go out on this journey with grace for yourself, you're not going to get the value that you desperately need from this experience. You need to go through seasons of solitude in your life to come closer to who you are to get closer to your purpose, to find peace in your own skin. If you've ever felt weird about the fact that you've been single, here's something to really boost your fucking ego. Most people in a relationship in today's day and age have experienced infidelity. I'm going to give you a poll, uh, not a poll, but a statistic. This is a real statistic. Look it up. 25% of married men have cheated on their wives and 15% of married women have cheated on their husbands and if that's not a high enough number for you most think about the couples that you know in your life right like couples that you personally know of think about what you know about their relationships he's cheated on her she's cheated on him they argue all the time it's super toxic she's always going through his phone they fight all the time think about that couple in your mind And think about how they portray themselves on social media. So everything that you see on social media as far as couples go 
take it with a grain of salt you do not know what happens behind closed doors and oftentimes we feel this pressure being single by looking at all these couples and thinking why can't i have that but we forget that we're only looking into a very small window at the lives of these couples and most couples that post each other every single day talking about how in love they are with these long ass captions actually fucking hate each other okay so if you've ever felt pressure because of social media to have a partner remind yourself that social media is fake and most of those couples suck like i can name you five couples that i know off the top of my head that are actually miserable in real life so there's that you're welcome (laughs) being single is such a great opportunity to really rearrange your life in a way that makes the most sense to you because you're only having to consider you when you are in a relationship for the most part it's a pretty selfless um experience because you constantly think about your partner and you want every decision you make to consider your partner but when you're single you actually don't have to worry about that at all and you can navigate your life and only put yourself first which is incredible it's not something that you want to do forever it's not something i want to do forever like i want to consider somebody else and i and i look forward to that time in my life where i am considering somebody else but for now like now is your time to be selfish now is your time to put your best foot forward and do all the things that you need to focus on because this is the time to do it so yeah i mean weaponized singleness sucks it sucks when you feel like your singleness is kind of working against you it's making you less desirable it's making you less wanted that is all in your head you are meant like i said to be in this space of solitude for whatever reason to to figure out what you want to figure out yourself to heal through your past there's so many things that you can do during this moment of solitude and when you are ready for a relationship and you are ready to like get into a serious commitment you can do that but you can do that in a way that's going to work for you and not against you working against you would mean that you settle with whoever kind of comes your way working for you is stepping back into the dating pool and feeling confident about who you are what you bring to the table and wading through your options by deciding what is going to work for you and what isn't and i call this the two-month rule so i made this up but i call it the two-month rule and basically when you're dating somebody you do not go like you don't go through the first two months conceptualizing or imagining a long-term relationship with them that's not what the two months are for the two months are to really get comfortable getting to know this person and deciding if this is somebody that you would even consider for a relationship does that make sense i don't know how to explain it but basically You go the first two months dating them, having fun, getting to know them. You try to abstain from any like sex because that can get really convoluted and it can get really confusing. And typically two months is really soon. That's my personal opinion. You do not have to agree. You can do whatever you want and whatever feels right for you in the moment. But I'm saying two months is a really good 
time frame to get an idea of this person, what they do for a living, what their goals are, what their family dynamic is like, what their friends are like, what um, their upbringing was like. Like the two month rule is to get to know this person. And at the end of the two months, that's when you can consider actually getting into a relationship with them. But you don't want to get into a long-term serious commitment with somebody within the first two months because you don't know them. So I call it the two-month rule. And I think if you're ready to get into a relationship and you start dating and things are going well with somebody, give it two months before you even consider a relationship. You don't want to rush into things. But I am almost done reading this book called Have Him at Hello. I've talked about it in previous episodes. And if you are ready to date or if you have been dating and you've had a few good first dates, but then you never hear back for them from them, this is a great book to read. If you are single and you're ready to start dating, this is also a great book to read because the book essentially teaches you how to play chess and not checkers in the world of dating. And if I had to choose between chess and checkers, I want to play chess. Like, hello. So the book basically allows you to peek into the mind of men and what they view dating like. And it's not so that you can mute yourself. It's not so that you can make yourself more desirable to men. It's not about that at all. This is just taking research that the author has done over the span of 10 years and using that information to your advantage. The book makes you a lot more self-aware as you date. And to be honest with you, it has really opened my eyes and it's really given me a whole new sense of self-awareness. It's a great book. Overall, I know that this was a short episode, but overall, Don't ever let anybody, anybody make you feel bad for being single. You know that you are in a season of solitude. When the time is right, you will not only meet somebody that you are compatible with, but you will meet somebody that is your end game. You will. And if you are in the dating pool right now, you have to be positive. You have to keep your wits about you. And you have to read that book, Have Him At Hello. It's a great book. I can do a whole separate episode about my dating tips. Um, I have many of them. So if you guys are interested, I can definitely do an episode all about that. Um, I have a few hot takes and I'll give you a few tips right now. (laughs) I do not think that you should talk about the nitty gritty details about your ex with the person you're dating or a person you're going on a few dates with. They do not need to know. Whenever you guys get around to that conversation about what was your last relationship like, keep it vague, keep it short, keep it sweet. That's it. That's my hot take on that. I also don't think that you should entertain anybody, anybody at all whatsoever that is immediately jumping into sexual innuendos, sexual talk, talking about getting you pregnant, talk of making a joke about having a family with you, like that shit's fucking weird. And if anybody does that to you too soon, do not entertain them further. And third of all, if you're talking to somebody and you go on their Instagram and you see that they're following a ton of women, run, okay? Those are my three hot takes, but I have a ton of dating tips that we can talk about in another episode and I'd be happy to do that. 
Um, I know I said this already, but I'll say it again. Do not ever let anybody make you feel guilty for being single. You are in your season of solitude. You're going to find your person. You're going to find somebody that makes you feel good, that matches you, that is exactly what you're looking for. You will. So be positive, love yourself, put yourself first, and I hope to catch you in next week's episode. Bye.